All righty then, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to everybody. Hopefully you guys had a great MLK weekend. You got your barbecue on, you got your chillaxing on, you got your, your black experience on. And now we get to round it out with watching uh, Joe Biden officially become the president of the United States at 12 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. And you know how I feel about that. Oh, well. Anyways, let's see how people are celebrating, right? So in case you guys missed it, there's this video posted on Black Lives Matter's official page, official Instagram page, right? I'm not going to play the volume on it, but apparently... Let's read the caption here. It says twerk on Washington, B-L-M-G-N. I don't know what G-N stands for. Black Lives Matter, good night. I, I don't know what the G-N stands for. But B-L-M-G-N, M-L-K artist series says artist statement. Twerk on Washington is a declaration of freedom and healing, advocating for the decolonization of over-sexualizing black women's bodies to reclaim an ancient uh, sacred dances of liberation and wellness, sampling the I Have a Mar I Have a Dream by the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. delivered during the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom. The shame of tradition, traditional African practices is not ours. Trauma is kept in the body. Shake it off. All right, so look, in the spirit of celebrating Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and everything that he stood for, this is what Black Lives Matter, how they honor him. So I'm not going to play the volume, but let's just watch this, this video. So we got us a black women's, a dark skinned one who appears to have natural hair. It looks, well, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's natural or whatever. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Twerking for freedom, y'all. Twerking for freedom. It says, today, the Black Lives Matter Global Net. Okay, BLMGN stands for the Black Lives Matter Global Network. It says, today, the Black Lives uh, Matter Global Network launches its, launches its newest arts and culture endeavor, the MLK Artist Series, centering life, love, joy, rest, and pleasure. Following the launch of their USPS campaign, Write Black Love Letters, the creative and curatorial team of Patrice Colliers and Noni Lamar deliver a new series of works that focus on black life and how MLK's life has inspired us all to live. The new series will live on the BLM website and Instagram in celebration of King's influence and achievements as a civil rights leader. This year is especially important to amplify his work more than ever after the violent events that took place at the U.S. Capitol, our symbol of democracy on January 6th. This attack against the uh, 117th U.S. Congress carried out by a mob of white supremacists was an attempt to overturn Trump's defeat in the election, a direct assault on our rights to vote and democracy. We need to uplift our community right now. And these artists and these artists have curated have been curated as love is a focal point of their work. And with love brings healing and the ability to rejoice and continue the necessary work to move forward as a people. All right. So. BLM posted this on their official Instagram page, y'all. 
So we are to honor Martin Luther King Jr. by watching a black woman, a dark-skinned black woman, mind you, because you notice they didn't use a light-skinned black woman. So all you colorism crybabies out there, y'all can't complain about the lack of black women being represented because you're being represented right now on the official Black Lives Matter Instagram page. And they feel that the best way to honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is to go up there in a tank top, some um, American flag booty shorts and start twerking, pee popping on a handstand. Yes, yes, K coaching. Yes, I, I noticed that too. She needs some lotion. <laughs> they could have they could have put some some cocoa butter on them thighs and them calves before she went out there and started getting her twerk on. I noticed that too. But this is how they choose to honor him. And also they choose to I guess they choose to say that this is a way to uh fight against um all the people who are mad that Trump lost the election and to protest against the uh the 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 quote unquote insurrection that took place on um January 6th. And speaking of that, so remember that picture of that guy that was carrying the podium and he was smiling. That guy lives up the street from my brother in Tampa. <laughs> I went to see my brother in Tampa, you know, the, the one that's in law school. Turns out that dude that was carrying the podium that was filmed on uh, taking a picture, carrying the podium lives up the street from my brother. Ain't that something? But this is how black folks choose to honor the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And to protest so-called white supremacists twerking your way to freedom, ladies and gentlemen, twerking your way out of white supremacy. That is how black folks choose to get down and, and go about handling business and shout out to black lives matter. We got a million gazillion things we could talk about with BLM, but you know, this is just the latest of their shenanigans as to why I personally do not support this organization. Now, once upon a time, I too was a dude running around here chanting BLM because I was just as ignorant as everybody else. I just heard the slogan and ran with it, and I never thought to investigate beyond that. But thanks to the powers of the YouTubes and all these great content creators like my man Sub Zero Three Six Three Nine, you need to go subscribe to this brother's channel. Um, he's a he's a we went to college together. We we didn't know each other in college, but whatever. He is the main champion down the BLM thing that I've come across and exposing. Uh, you know, all this, this 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 communist rhetoric these people chant and 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 their uh, desires to destabilize or disrupt nuclear families and, and their agenda to promote the alphabet squad above any and everything. And now here we are. They're promoting twerking, ladies and gentlemen, twerking. We're going to twerk our way to to these imaginary freedoms that we all believe that we're being deprived of. And listen, this is an example of what I was telling you guys. People be wondering like, oh, black people, we can't do nothing. You're dead wrong. This is a clear example of black people, especially black women. The black women next to white women are some of the most privileged people in this country. 
you can go up to uh, any of these national monuments and start twerking in front of families and kids. Cause I don't know if you're any of y'all, how many of y'all have ever been to Washington DC to visit all the monuments and all that stuff? Well, guess what? It's, it's families galore out there. I went out there the week before Trump got inaugurated just to, just to look around. I was out there in 2017. It's families and kids galore out there. And so as a black person, you can go out there and just twerk to your heart's content. And if you notice in the video, you'll notice, I don't, I don't know if how, I can't make the video any bigger, but you'll notice that white folks, and they're trying their hardest to avoid looking at this chick because they don't want to say something. Then all of a sudden, all hell going to break loose and she's going to be out there. I can twerk. I can twerk. You know, I can just imagine that going down. But just notice all the people who are doing their absolute best to pretend like they don't see what's going on in the foolishness that's going on. But then let a white person make a video or say something about how black people look. You have a bunch of black folks online talking about uh, getting mad and talking about how white people can't talk about us and how they racist and yada, yada, yada. But look at the stuff that you do. You can't even go to a, a national uh, monument and not twerk. I mean, just a few months ago, we had black women twerking on the chairs at some dude's restaurant in uh, Dallas, Texas, I believe. You can't even go to a restaurant, eat your, eat your freaking chicken tenders without somebody standing on the, on the chairs try, trying to twerk. And then you got a bunch of people trying to blame the restaurant owner for playing twerk music as to why black women decided to get up there and twerk as if they can't control their, their desires. As if twerk music comes on automatically, it's it's just a natural instinct. They have to twerk uncontrollably. You, you can't go anywhere. I told you about a video I saw where there was this overweight, dark-skinned black woman. She was twerking in a restaurant right in front of a white family that was sitting down eating their breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or whatever the case may be. Just, you know, wasn't even no music playing. She just got up and just started twerking and, and like, like it was nothing. It's just like, this, this is just crazy. But these are a lot of these people will be the same people who will run around and cry and complain every time white people say something about black folks. But then you turn around and you do some ignorant crap like this. And please miss me with the whole this is African tradition. Look, look, I don't want to hear that. We're not in Africa. We live in the United States of America. Miss me with the whole African tradition crap. None of us live in Africa. Well, the majority of you listening to my voice don't live in Africa. You live here in America. I don't care what they're doing overseas. This is here in America. None of you, listen, I don't, I don't want to hear this African tradition crap. Because if you was really about all this African tradition crap, you would be about all of it. Instead of just picking and choosing what you want to uh, so-called celebrate. And how come it's always twerking that people celebrate? You don't ever celebrate nothing else. You know what? Africans, you got some African tribes that put bones in their noses and lips and, and plates in their lips. I don't see Negroes rushing out here to put plates in their lips. Like, like what? Like, let me, let me show y'all. Hold on. This is an African tradition, too. I don't see I don't see black women running around here putting plates in their lips. This is an African tradition too. Like why y'all gonna 
why y'all gonna pick and choose? If you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna claim something from Africa, why don't you start claiming all of it? Why are you just claiming the twerking part? They do this too. And guess what? Here, here's the thing. Here's the significance about these plates. In case you guys don't realize this, the bigger the plate and the more decorated the plate, that 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 is a sign of you being a high value woman in these cultures. Oh, did y'all not know that? Since we're gonna, you know, we want to talk about high value men, and black women want to figure out how they can get a high value man and, and and be chose by you know some some king dingling. Well, guess what? Over in Africa, women with the biggest plates and the most adorned plates, guess what? They are considered high value women in some of these cultures. So this woman right here can probably have the pick. The pick of the litter when it comes to the, the so-called high value man over in Africa. But I don't see black women in America putting plates in their lips. I mean, come on, man. If, if you're going to if you're going to pick an African tradition to uh, essentially culturally appropriate, because that's what you're doing. Why don't you culturally appropriate something that's actually going to attract you a high value man? Because this woman over here with this big plate in her lip in Africa, she is considered a high value woman in her tribe and in, in, in her culture, right? Culturally appropriate that. Why do we just got to culturally appropriate the twerking aspect? Twerking is a dime a dozen. It has no value. You come over here and put one of these plates in your lips. You rise into the cream of the crop. But nobody wants to do all that, right? We just want to, we just want to twerk our way to freedom twerk our way to a reparations check twerk our way to 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 black supremacy twerk our way to alphabet squad heaven but notice it's a dark-skinned black woman y'all so like i say tell chrissy tell paris milan they better not get the whining and crying about the lack of dark-skinned black female promotion because you guys are being seriously promoted. You gotten over 1,060,000 views, 1,063,242 views. Right? Let's go read some of the comments. Let's see what the masses say. No, no, but hell no. I'm so turned off. This was in poor taste. Now, I want y'all to keep something in mind. BLM turned the comments off on this video. Just to let you guys know, they turned the comments off. Says, nope, they missed their own point with this video. Nice job setting us all the way back. This ain't it, y'all. Don't disrespect today with this. This is fake woke. <laughs> and guess what? It goes on and on and on to the break of dawn, y'all. BLM, supposed to be the champion of black people. At least that's what they proclaim, but we all know that's not true. But you got a bunch of black folks in the comments going ham in these comments and total disapproval to the point where they shut the comments off but they still got the video up they still got the video up blm is nothing but an organization that promotes ratchetness ladies and gentlemen they are highly in favor of black culture being uh the the standard of ratchetness i mean it already was black culture already is the standard of ratchetness but now they want this thing to be officially the standard of ratchetness. Because what good has BLM done, y'all? 
Has BLM prevented any unarmed black man from getting shot since Trayvon Martin? They raised $10 billion. How many, how many black folks have seen a dime of that $10 billion? All that money went to the Democratic Party to help get Joe Biden elected. And then these clowns got the nerve to write a letter begging Joe Biden. Remember this? We talked about this BLM letter to Joe Biden. Remember this? Let me find it. They was over here begging for a, a letter. Where's the actual letter? I was just looking at it earlier today. They went on here begging Joe Biden. Where's the actual letter? Anyway, it was an actual email. They was begging Joe Biden. Please, we helped you get elected. Please, please take our phone call. Please, please listen to us, Joe Biden. We helped you get elected. Please, please. They literally pinned a letter, y'all. I want to find it, the actual letter, because I want to read it to y'all. In case y'all forgot, let me see. I know it was on the Daily News. Let's see. Wait, I think I just saw. Here we go, right here. Remember this? This this is BLM, y'all. This is BLM. Here, here's the official letter. November 7th, 2020. All right, let me get all these ads off of here. It says, uh, the Honorable Joseph Biden and the Honorable Kamala Harris via electronic mail only. Dear President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, congratulations on your election to the presidency and vice presidency of the United States. Like so many, we are relieved that the Trump era in government is coming to a close. As we celebrate his electoral demise, we also know that his political exit does not ensure an end to the intolerable conditions faced by black people in America. What intolerable? Do y'all see any intolerable conditions? Look, look at this video. You got a dark skinned black woman twerking in front of all these white folks, y'all. Ain't nobody said nothing to her. Ain't nobody throwing tomatoes at her. Ain't nobody calling the Capitol Police or the Washington, D.C. Police, the National Guard. Nobody sicking dogs on her. You don't see no MAGA hat people out there doing anything to her nothing what how how bad are the conditions in this country to where you can go to the to the washington dc where the monuments are and just get your twerk on to your heart's content in front of everybody to look at you you're climbing stairs twerking look at that you, you, i mean come on you're over here hopscotching and twerking with no lotion on your thighs no cocoa butter like what are we doing here but the conditions are so harsh, y'all. Oh, God. It's just so much oppression out here. Oh, it's so harsh. Let's go back to the letter. Uh, la, la, la. Okay, it says, a well-thought-out, community-driven, fully-resourced re agenda that addresses the particular challenges faced by Black people must be a top priority. What challenges? The challenges of, of twerking up the stairs and hoping you don't catch a cramp? Are these the challenges we talking about, y'all? Because look, where, where are that? These are a lot of stairs right here to be twerking up. Now, that is a real challenge right there. To successfully twerk up all them stairs, that's a challenge. Is that the challenge that BLM is talking about? 
It says, we are requesting a meeting with you both to discuss the expectations that we have for your administration and the commitments that, that must be made to black people. Without the resounding support of black people, we, we would be saddled with a very different electoral outcome. In short, black people won this election. Alongside black-led organizations around the nation, BLM invested heavily in this election. Yes, they invested heavily to the point of raising $10 billion, y'all. $10 billion. Uh, vote and organize became our motto and our electoral justice efforts reached more than 60 million voters. We want something for our vote. So they went out there and raised all this money, convinced all these people to vote for the Biden administration. And now you're talking about you want something for your vote. But these were the same people that sent one of the founders of BLM to go on there and chastise Ice Cube when Ice Cube was coming up to Trump and the Biden administration talking about if you want our vote, we want this done. All of a sudden, everybody was clowning Ice Cube. You a coon this, you a coon that, yada, yada, yada. But isn't that isn't that how politics is supposed to work? You're supposed to present your agenda to these politicians, get them to give you the OK, and then you go vote for them. They did it all backwards. How do you go out there and raise all this money and, and, and funnel all these people to go vote for a politician? And then you got to turn around and ask the politician to do something for you. Like, that's just not how this works. This doesn't even work like that in elementary school elections. You know, you got your little fifth grade class president election taking place. Normally, the fifth grade president will run around and ask the kids, hey, what do y'all want me to do? What y'all want me to campaign on? And the kids will be like, we want an hour of recess and we want pizza. The next thing you know, the, 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 the fifth grade president or candidate be like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to guarantee you we're going to get some pizza and, and an hour of, of recess. And then they go out there and they start speaking their talking points about recess and pizza. Then everybody runs the vote for them. That's how this works, man. That's how this works. Like even fifth graders understand this concept, y'all. But y'all are following an organization that doesn't even understand the basics of the basics of the basics on how an election conducts itself. You tell the candidates what you want, and if you deliver or you promise to deliver, I will give you my vote. You don't just blindly go give them your vote and then ask them to do something for you. But this is part of black folks' problem when it comes to voting. Black folks, this is how black people vote in America. Black people only vote, they vote based off of who they think is racist. That's literally it. That is literally all these 60 million people they talking about, which most of them are probably black. They only voted because Trump racist. They didn't care about any policies, nothing. That's all they did. Trump racist. They didn't even go ask for nothing. Now you got Negroes asking. I was watching the vet Carnell video this morning on my way to work. She got her video up talking about all the stuff Biden going to do in the first hundred days and none of it has anything to do with black folks y'all it's all illegal alien talk it's all alphabet squad talk it's all beer flu talk and you know the first hundred days is very important in, in, in uh, uh, a new presidency you know why because that sets the tone for your administration for the next four years that's why they always stress the first hundred days because what you are able to get done in the first hundred days is a pretty big indicator as to whether or not you're going to have a successful administration and whether or not you may or may not get elected again.
Like Trump was probably going to get elected, but that doggone beer flew through everything off the rails. But based off of what he was able to accomplish, he was probably going to get elected again. But regardless of all that. So this is this is uh that's how black people vote, y'all. That's how black people vote. This is this is this is black people's political ideology right here, y'all. This black woman summed up black people's political ideology. We're going to twerk our way to freedom. We just want the right to twerk. That's it. They don't want nothing else. Twerking just means we just want the right to twerk and, and just do what we want to do with no, no tangibles, no, no, no real promises being made, no nothing. That's it. We got, we got kids out here in the black community that score horribly, horribly on, on in, in education. I can't remember what the exact stats are off the top of my head, but black children suck at school in comparison to other races. And we, but we got women out here twerking. We got women out here twerking. How is this twerking going to help all these kids out here who can't read at their proper grade level, who suck at math? How is this helping them? How is this part of Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream? Did Martin Luther King Jr., when he had, when he gave his great I Have a Dream speech, did he envision twerking going on at the Lincoln Memorial? Was this part of the speech? Now, I know MLK was out there piping some honeys down outside of Coretta Scott King. We all know that to be true, so you, we can't even sit here in front like he wasn't. He was out there dipping and diving, doing what he had to do. But was this part of the I Have a Dream speech, y'all? Shout out to Defund Tatiana. The next four years will be bad for blacks. I don't think it's going to be bad. I think black folks are going to get everything that they wanted, <laughs> which is nothing. That's what I think. Everybody who believes in this administration. Anyway, let's get back to this letter, though. So it says we want to be heard and our agenda to be prioritized. So you're asking the man, you're asking this administration to listen to you and prioritize you after. You give him your vote. Do you see how bass backwards this is? You are asking this person to listen to you and prioritize you after you, you give him your vote. What does he need to do that for? You've already delivered. You've already delivered what he wanted. What kind of negotiation tactics is this? It says we issue these expectations. I mean, because let's, let's just think about it. What, what, what is BLM going to do? Are y'all are y'all going to go out there and round up all your 60 million votes and take them back? It's too late for that. You gave this man the currency he needed to uh, get pushed over the top. You can't get a refund on that if he chooses to ignore you. What are you going to do? Just not reelect him? <laughs> we know you're going to vote for another Democrat. It says we issue these expectations not just because black people are the most consistent and reliable voters for Democrats. That's coming to an end because the Hispanics, that's why he found a grant amnesty to 11 million Hispanics. He already put together a plan. He said he, Joe Biden says he has an eight year plan to grant amnesty to 11 million immigrants. And he's going to try to speed that process up to within about three to five years. That's who they're going to be focusing on. You're not about the black folks ain't about to be the most reliable uh, uh, voting block anymore for the Democrats. They, they, they cater into the Hispanics. And do you see any Hispanics out here twerking? You got all these Hispanics marching up there, up Central America, 
uh, what's that from Honduras? You got a whole bunch of Latin Americans coming to the border right now because they believe Joe Biden just going to let them in. How many of them who are on the march from Honduras as we speak are twerking as they marching through Mexico and, and trying to get to the U.S. border? When they get to the U.S. border, you think they're going to be over here twerking at, at, the, at the gates, <laughs> you know, twerking for amnesty, twerking for uh, uh, what, what is it when you when you uh, come to a country and uh, what, is, what is the doggone word? Uh, I can't think of what it is. But you think they're going to be twerking for whatever the heck it is I'm trying to say? Probably not. Then it says, uh, where are we at with it? I'll say we issued these expectations, not just because black people are the most consistent and reliable voters for Democrats, but also because black people are truly living in crisis in a nation that was built on our subjugation. Do y'all see a crisis taking place? Yeah. Asylum. That was it. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Uh, Zeno asylum was the word I was looking for. Do y'all see a crisis? The only crisis taking place right here is the lack of cocoa butter on them legs, y'all. Or maybe she got some on. And it's just bad lighting that's making her look ashy. So I'm gonna go ahead and say it's probably bad lighting. But what what crisis do y'all see taking place right here, y'all? Y'all see a crisis taking place? This woman living her best life, y'all. Ain't nobody saying nothing to her. She just she's just twerking to her heart's content. And she got over a million views, a million people watching her twerk. Uh, somebody says Guatemala is stopping them law and order and government there. Shout out to Guatemala. Shout out to them. All right, let's go on with this, this nutcase letter. All right, where was I at? It says up until this point, the U S has refused to directly reckon with the way that it devalues black women, a uh, black people and devastates our lives. This cannot continue. Black people can neither afford to live through the vitriol of a Trump-like presidency nor through the indifference of a Democrat-controlled government that refuses to wrestle with his most egregious and damnable shame. What shame is that? What, what, what are we talking about here? You are twerking at the nation's capital, B. You are the center of attention on the biggest organization that, that supposedly represents black folks. What struggles are you dealing with? What struggles are you dealing with? Ain't nobody stopping her. I bet if it was, I bet if Becky was out there twerking, it'd be a problem. <laughs> I bet if Becky was twerking, it would be a problem, y'all. It says President elect uh, Biden and Vice President elect Harris, both of you discussed addressing systemic racism as central to your election campaigns. Both of you also express regrets regarding your own your record on issues impacting black people. Best way to ensure that you remedy past mistakes and work towards a more just future for black people and by extension, all people is to take your direction from black grassroots organi organizers that have been engaged in this work for decades with a legacy that spans back to the first arrival of enslaved Africans. So they want y'all to take directions from a group that promotes black women twerking up the the lincoln memorial y'all <laughs> we need to all get behind her and, and get on all fours and just start twerking up the stairs y'all that's the that's the uh that's the direction we need to take this y'all that's that's how we need to do this y'all says we look forward to meeting with you at your convenience to begin the immediate work of black liberation we would like to be actively engaged in your transition team's planning and policy work again 
Congrats on your win. Let's go to work. Patrice Collars. Man, let's go see what Joe Biden's first 100 days is talking about. I guarantee uh, BLM hasn't been on that transition team, y'all. Let's, let's find something that sums it up pretty good. All right, let's go to this link right here. What Joe Biden promises do, to do on day one in his first 100 days. Let's, let's see if we got something for black folks in here. Let's just get down to the list. All right, here we go. It says the initiatives include a dozen of, uh, a dozen of executive actions he can enact alone as president on day one. Here are a few highlights. Responding to the beer flu. He wants to initiate a mask mandate on federal property and interstate travel. Uh, I guess that means on airplanes and boats and trains and all that. He wants to extend nationwide restrictions on home evictions and foreclosures. He wants to pause student loan payments. He wants to push for a passage of $1.9 trillion in beer flu relief legislation package. He wants to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement. He wants to end the Muslim ban. All right. He wants to rejoin the World Horf World Horse World Health Organization. He got an immigration bill where he wants to uh modernize our immigration system and give nearly 11 million undocumented immigrants a road to citizenship. This is the new democratic voting block right here. We got some climate change, we got some transformer change. So we got we got the, the Autobots and the Decepticons, they finna get some stuff popping. He wants to repeal, repeal the transgender military ban. Uh, what else? He wants to restore the Obama era guidance for transgender students in schools to protect students access to sports bathrooms and locker rooms in accordance with their gender identity. So you're going to have a bunch of dudes going into the girls bathroom and vice versa. Uh, the environment. He wants to conserve 30 percent of America's land, water. All right, We're talking about some environment stuff, some economic recovery, some some tax cuts, some climate, some guns. He wants to close the loopholes to allow for Americans to sue gun makers. We got some violence talk, violence against women act, whatever the heck that's about. Some equality talk. I don't see nothing about black folks. Let's find something that's a little more in depth here that talks about. Um, let's see if we can find. Uh, who has an actual list? Somebody has to have an actual list. Did I just look at that link? We twerking, y'all. Twerk, 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 twerk. A she twerk. A she twerk. Uh, let's see. I want to see what's, what, what black folks fit in. Oh, here we go. I'm skipping all over it. All right, so we got beer flu stuff, vaccine stuff, who stuff, reversing Trump tax, corporate tax cuts. Here, this is what's going on. Here, right here. This is the black people stuff right here. So... Biden has pledged that on his first day as president, he will raise corporate taxes to 28% compared to the 21% set by uh, Trump. So he about to bump this thing up, y'all. You're like, how does this affect black people? Well, guess what? It's probably going to be less businesses hiring people, which means less jobs for you and more jobs for the illegal immigrants who don't fear being deported because now, now they'll be able to work under the table or take these little cheap jobs or undercut you in the market. Why? Because these companies ain't going to be making as much money as they could. Because, you know, when you lower the corporate tax rate, guess what? That just drives money into the economy 
employers are making money. They don't just go out there and trick all the money off on yachts. They actually reinvest that money into their businesses to hire more people. And let's not even talk about the damn raising the national minimum wage to $15 an hour. Well, that's what that's potentially going to do to a bunch of small business owners who can't afford to pay that stuff. But that's going to affect a lot of y'all. Uh, we got some climate change, some voter rights act. Uh, la, 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 la. He wants to strengthen the voter rights act. I don't even know why this is a problem. I think they're just talking about the IDs thing. Like, I don't understand how hard it is to produce an ID so you can go vote. Like, why isn't that whatever? Immigration talk, family separation up. We can't, we can't put the kids in cages. Banning, uh, lifting the Muslim travel bans. What is this? He including, uh, he wants to reverse a slew of Trump policies. Uh, he wants to stop building the wall. Increase police reform. There you go, black folks. We're going to get some cops on y'all. Criminal justice. <laughs> I, don't see, I don't see no reparations talking here. Y'all see anything about reparations or some, some, some tangibles for black folks? Tr uh, climate change, Affordable Care Act, education agenda. Ain't, ain't nothing for black folks in here, right? But we twerking. We twerking and we... We... Begging. Please, please, but whatever. You know, we already, we already talked about that. But look, this is where we at with it. This is black folks' political IQ on display right here, y'all. This is it. This is everything you need to know about how black folks view politics, ladies and gentlemen. This is literally it right here. This is it. Black folks and twerking. This is literally black folks' political IQ in a nutshell. You only vote. You only vote, you vote for politicians. Yeah, you only vote this, uh, for politicians who you think aren't racist. <laughs> you don't really vote for policies. Then you run around here putting up this stupid crap, trying to act like this represents Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And this is a representation of black folks. And then trying to come in here talking about this is some, some African, some African centric stuff. I don't live in Africa. I don't, I don't even like, listen, I don't even like the term African-American. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I've never been, I've never liked that term. I'm talking about ever since I was a kid, I never, I never agreed with the term African-American. Obviously I had to, I had to say it, but I never agreed with it because I've never been to Africa before. I don't know anybody in Africa. I don't have any direct connection to Africa. I can't just go hop on a plane, land in a random country in Africa and be like, I'm home. They were like, me, like, who the hell are you? I never liked that term. I was cool with just American. I was cool with black American or whatever. But I've never, I've never been in favor of this African American thing, man. I just never been in favor of it. But what does this got to do with uh, MLK? And what does this got to do with uh, the the so called stuff that happened on on January 6th at the Capitol building? Now, what does any of this got to do with anything? I mean, we're on a page. We're on a page. Where my mouse go? Here it is. We, we're on a, listen, these jokers got 4.2 million followers, y'all. You got the nerve to post a speech at MLK up here. I don't know who the heck this is. I guess this is one of the, I ain't even going to read all this crap. But you, you got the nerve to be posting all this crap about MLK 
But you're going to post some twerking up there? These, these people have lost their damn minds. <laughs> in white supremacy. We need to end black ignorance. That's what we need to end. This page is just straight ignorance. This whole organization is just straight ignorance. They don't support nuclear families. They are they are heavily in favor of LGBT stuff. Black Lives Matter. Listen, listen. Now y'all know I'm a biracial. I'm a biracial, right? I don't I don't have an issue with biracial babies, right? Because I am one. But if you're an organization that's all about bliggity black this. Why you got this dude up here? Why why this Asian brother? Why this Asian dude up here? Now I'm about listen. I'm a biracial. I'm half black, half white. My mother's black. My biological dad white. So I I, I can identify with this little baby right here, right? But if you are, if this is a page about Black Lives Matter. Bliggity black this. I, I I would at least expect to see a black dude up here. I mean, I don't have an issue with it, but it just seems out of context for this page. And here y'all go. This is what it's really about right here, y'all. Trans black lives. <laughs> that's what is that's what is about. Because you know one of the founders of BLM is dating a trans man, right? A woman that converts to a man. She's like dating or married to him, if y'all didn't know that. In fact, let me find. So that that's they, they care about that stuff. But I'm just saying, this pick this just seems out of context for this page. And I'm a biracial saying. Rest in power? Wait a second. You mean Walter Wallace Jr.? This is the same guy that was beating up his mama, y'all. His black mother. BLM. I thought you cared about black women. This guy had the cops called on him because he was whooping on his own mother. What, what, are, we, what are we talking about here? In case you guys don't know the story of Walter Wallace Jr., the black dude that was killed in Philadelphia when he was wielding a knife and the cops shot him in the streets, guess what? The cops were called because he was whooping on his own mama. And it ain't just a one-time thing. He has a documented history of physically beating up his own mother, y'all. And his mother is a black woman. But we talking about resting power to this piece of crap here? I thought Black Lives Matter cared about black women, y'all. How are you going to rest in power, we fight for you, to a black dude who was whooping on his own mama?
you can't take this you can't take this crap seriously i i can never i would never support this ever Y'all know this is a theme here. It's a whole bunch of women and a whole bunch of images of dead black men on here. Y'all notice something? Y'all notice that? Let's scroll back to the top. How many, how many, how many, uh, how many black men? Okay, we got one. I think he's still alive, whoever that is. MLK's gone. I don't know who the heck who oh, that's that dude that won, whatever. You ain't got a, you ain't got a whole bunch of black men on here. <laughs> so I'm starting to notice this. I don't even know who this is. Who is Brandon Bernard? Who is that? Did we miss somebody that got killed? Who is that? This paid. I don't know how anybody can support this crap. Once you once you actually learn about them, because you know they changed their uh, mission statement on their website. They boldly had on their mission statement that they was all about LGBT stuff, uh, uh, disrupting the nuclear family. People started calling them out. They changed that part on their website. So here are the founders, right? I think this chick. All three of them are lesbians, right? I want to say this woman is is actually married to a trans man, a white trans man. Matter of fact, let's let's look it up. Uh, where'd it go? Oh crap! I just let me move this around. Uh, Alicia Garza. I want to say that's who that is. All right, here we go. So Alicia Garza, this woman right here on your left with the black dress on. This is her husband, y'all. Her quote unquote husband. Her husband is a natural. Her husband is a trans man born a female. Transition to a man. This is her, her quote unquote husband. Now. It, this is the same thing I be saying about these pro blacks, right? BLM is obviously a, a so-called pro black movement. You you can't find you a, a black trans man to marry. And look, look, listen. I, I've said this about Phil from the Advice Show. We've all seen his wife. Phil from the Advice Show got a million plus subscribers on youtube his wife is about as pale as as this this uh this person right here if you are a pro-black i expect you to have a black spouse or i don't believe you're a pro-black and look i'm a biracial it is i cannot be against something that created me meaning i cannot be running around here and be against white people and black people getting together to make babies when i am the product of a white one of a, of a white man and a black woman getting together to make a baby. I can't be against something that actually created me. It is what it is. But if you are a pro black, then I expect to see you with a black spouse or else I don't believe you are one. 
But this is this is her quote unquote husband, y'all. This is a trans man, not a trans woman, a trans man, a woman transforming into a man. That's her that's her quote unquote husband. In case y'all didn't know, in case y'all were wondering who's actually running, who actually started this whole BLM thing, all three of them, all three of them are uh, you know, LGBT people. All three of them. But this one just happens to be married to a trans man. In case y'all didn't know, just thought I'd enlighten y'all a little bit about who y'all following and what y'all following and what y'all running around here throwing up every time you got your little BLM fist pumped in the air. Well, you're you're in direct support of, you know, you're in direct support of this, this type of lifestyle. Look, they have the right to live their best life, y'all. I'm not opposed to these this woman, these two women, because that's what they are can live the best life they want. I wish them nothing but health and wealth. Well, we already know they got wealthy, but I wish them nothing but health because <laughs> the wealth came last summer with the $10 billion. I'm pretty sure they pocketed that. I'm pretty sure some of that money went towards financing their lifestyles, but whatever. But I'm just saying, if you're going to be pro-black, I expect to see a, a, a black spouse, a black significant other. Or else I don't believe you. How can you run around here talking about Black Lives Matter and you're sleeping with your so-called enemy? Like, come on, son. How are you going to have... Where where it go? Where is it at? Hold on. It's up here somewhere. How are you going to post in white supremacy... But this is your significant other. H- how does that even make sense, y'all? You're going to post in white supremacy, but this is your significant other. That's just like Don Lemon. You know, Don Lemon's all bliggity black these days. Don. Don Lemon. How you gonna how you gonna be all bliggity black on CNN? But this is your this is your man's. This is your husband. It doesn't even make sense. You mean you can't find you can't find you a a a, a brother out there that plays for that team? There's plenty of them out there. You one of them? <laughs> you can't find a brother out. They ain't got no app out there you can find. Can't couldn't go on Tinder and find you a, a, a brother, man. How you gonna be out here going in calling white people racist, white supremacist this, white supremacist that, but you turn around and this is who you laid up in bed with, this is who you walking down the street holding hands with, this is who you smooching and, and clapping cheeks with. That's why I don't believe in it, this crap, y'all. You they can't even practice what they preach. And I'm not a pro-black. I'm not a pro-black. I don't care who people date, what race they are. But I am, but it just bothers me when I see people on TV or they're using their platforms to promote stuff like this. But behind closed doors, they getting down like this. They getting down like this.
They getting down like this. I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying, though. It bothers me when I see this. Because I, I just don't believe it. I don't believe you can be a pro-black and be with somebody from the other race. I don't believe it. No, this is my thumbnail right here. <laughs> I don't believe it. I'm just saying, though, I don't believe it. Phil is feeding the streets. Now, he's feeding his wife, as he should. He's her husband. But I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You got, you got the biggest pro-black channel on YouTube. Probably the biggest black channel or the biggest pro-black channel on YouTube. Dude, your wife should be looking like Paris Milan, as dark as her. I, or, or, I'll even let you slide with a light-skinned chick. His wife should be looking like anywhere between Michi X's complexion and Paris Milan's complexion. This was not what I was expecting to see, y'all. There's a white woman that speaks Spanish, y'all. That's all this is. This is just a white woman that speaks Spanish. And look, good for him. Good for good for Don. Good for uh, Alicia Garza. But I don't believe, I just do not believe you actually believe this if this is what you go home to every night. You know, it's kind of like Tariq Nasheed. They say his mother-in-law is white. I never seen a picture of her, but, you know, they say his wife's a mulatto. But, you know, I I'll leave him out of it. At least his wife is half black, so whatever. But... Like, like, what, what are the conversations at the dinner table like, y'all? When they go home and see family for, for the holidays, what, what kind of conversations are they having? Talking about white supremacy, half your family looks like this. <laughs> I don't believe it. I can't support this crap. I cannot support it. I cannot support you actually pretending to care about black people when it's clear you don't. You only care about dead black men like, like this clown right here. Dead black men where most of them were doing stuff they ain't had no business doing. Like, who was that other dude they posted? I ain't even heard it. Let's go look up. Who is that first? Okay, who is Brandon Bernard? Who is that? I don't even know who that is. Brandon Bernard. Who is he? How did he die? Oh, Jesus. Okay, let's, let's check out who this guy is. This guy got executed. So Brandon Bernard was an American man convicted for the 1999 robbery, kidnapping, and murder of Todd and Stacey Bagley. Wait a second. Wait a second. You got a rest in power to a Brandon Bernard who was convicted of kidnapping. Oh, you know what? I have heard of this dude. I rem So I, I remember. So here, here's the story. Well, let's see. Hold up. I think did they actually tell it in here. So let's read. It says, uh, in his early teens, he began committing crimes such as burglary and joined the neighborhood gang. 
His crimes and rebellious behaviors led him to being kicked out of several schools and prosecuted in the juvenile criminal justice system. In 1999, Bernard and a few of his friends robbed, kidnapped, and murdered two youth pastors. Wow, you killed two people, youth pastors. After forcing the pastors into the trunk of the car, Christopher, uh, however you say his name, shot both in the head before Bernard set the car on fire with the bodies in it. Oh, wow. Look at their caption. Abolish the death penalty in the name of Bernard, uh, Brandon Bernard, who sat on death row for 20 years, starting at the age of 19. Abolish the death penalty in the name of all black and brown families who have been historically targeted by the system. Abolish the death penalty because the state should not have the power over life or death. Brandon, uh, Brother Bernard, we love you. May you rest in power. Wait a second. Wait a second. You want to abolish the death penalty for a dude who set a car on fire after him and his friends robbed and kidnapped two youth pastors, shot him in the head, then set the car on fire? And if I'm not mistaken, I heard that one of the victims didn't initially die due to the gunshot, that one of them was still alive when the car was set on fire. Wait a second. Are we really out here doing this crap, y'all? So we got a dude who's been on death row for 20 years for participating in a double homicide, and we out here talking about rest in power? Shout out to Sonny Hayes. This is why you can't take BLM seriously. Super facts. Wait a second. So that's two criminals, right? Now, Oscar Grant, I don't know. I can't remember what the details were with him, but I think he was, uh, I think he had got profiled. I think Oscar Grant was legit profiled. So we're going to leave him out of it based off of what I know. So we got a dude that participated in a double homicide, found guilty. We got Bernard uh, uh, Walter Wallace beat up his mama, gunned down. These are the type of black men they celebrate, y'all. I told y'all before, if you want to be celebrated in black America, you got to be a thug. You got to be a goon out in these streets. Or you got to be, in, or if you want to be celebrated by BLM, you got to be a thug or a goon. In 99% of the instances, like Breonna Taylor, or you got to be out here waving the rainbow flag around. All right, let's see. Daniel Prude. Who is this? I don't know who this is. Who is this? 41-year-old. What happened with him? He was fatally. Oh, that's the dude. Oh, okay. That's the dude that had the, uh, the thing put over his face up in uh, New York, up in Rochester, New York where they put the spit bag over his face when he was outside naked, high off PCP. And they say he died of uh, asphyxia or something. I don't freaking know. But let me see. 
Uh, the autopsy report ruled Prue's death a homicide and also included the contributing factors of excited delirium and acute intoxication by PCP. So how was it a homicide? Well, homicide is technically when, well, how was it classified a homicide? By putting a spit bag over his, over his head? I don't know. Anyways, your man was out there sky high on PCP. So anyways, this this is what's going on out here, y'all. This is what's going on. And he was uh, he was high. Cuz you got to remember where that. Dude, this is in the winter time. This was in March. This is up in Rochester, New York. Where's Rochester, New York? Let's go let's let's, let's look it up. Let's see. Uh-oh. How far up the map is this? Oh, we right next to Canada. It's cold as hell up here in these parts. It's cold as hell. So you outside bucket naked in March at, at like three something in the morning. It's freezing up there. It's freezing. But but anyways, this this is where we at with it though. This 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 is where this is what it all boils down to right here, y'all. Silliness, straight silliness, straight ignorance. I don't want to hear no more black folks talking about white people say this about us. Man, black folks do the absolute most to give white people all the ammunition they need to continually talk about black folks. Black folks love being walking, talking stereotypes, y'all. The hell with these racist stereotypes and tropes. Look at this crap. Look at this crap. But you want people to take you seriously. And look, this would be one thing if this was just on some random Instagram page that nobody really knew about. No, this is on BLM. This is on Black Lives Matter. You know, oh. The same Black Lives Matter. Same Black Lives Matter that got so much pull that you can get Black Lives Matter painted on the streets in big ass letters that you can see from an airplane in the middle of Washington, D.C. That's how much pull they got. So this ain't no, this ain't no random, this ain't no random FBA group. This ain't foundational black Americans. Tariq Nasheed's little, little offshoot of ADOS. This ain't even ADO. Listen, ADOS and BLM ain't got pull like BLM, y'all. ADOS and FBA don't have the pull and notoriety that BLM has. They ain't got nowhere near it. So we ain't talking about no small organization. We talking about an organization that raised $10 billion. We talking about an organization that, that got so much pull, they raised $10.6 billion, y'all. They got so much pull, they can, they can raise $10.6 They can get... 
their name painted on sh multiple streets. This ain't just in D.C. This one right here is in Fresno, California. This one. This one, uh, this is in, where is this at? This is in Seattle. This is in multiple cities, y'all, when this happened. So this ain't no Rudy Poot organization, but they put this up. They put this up. You said they got one in Baltimore too? There you go. This is in Baltimore. This is in Baltimore. They got multiple ones in Baltimore. So this ain't no Rudy Poot thing here. This ain't this ain't FBA. This ain't ADOS. This ain't this ain't I don't know name. This ain't Umar Johnson and whatever he got going on. This ain't Michi X. This ain't Boyce Watkins. This ain't Jason Black and the Black Authority. This is BLM. They are they are the top dogs of of so-called pro-blackness. Even though I don't believe them to be pro-black, but to everybody else, they believe it's pro-black just because of the name. You go outside, I be seeing people with face masks on that say BLM. I still see a bunch of bumper stickers that say BLM. These people are heavily connected. Now, it doesn't look like their connections are really doing a damn thing as far as Biden is concerned. But the whole point is this ain't no Rudy Poot organization that's being ran off of YouTube like everybody else. This ain't this ain't in fact with Jay Grandmaster Jay. This is a page with four point two million followers, y'all. And this is how they choose to put black people up. This is how they choose to represent on Martin Luther King Day, y'all. To represent for MLK. Oh, of course they put a speech up after this. But, they, but this is how they chose to represent. They want you to twerk in the name of MLK, y'all. Yeah, BLM, they got so much pull. You, you turn on Netflix, they got BLM uh, uh, movies. Movie playlists on BLM. Remember that? The Black Lives Matter. You couldn't even turn on Netflix without, without, seeing, without seeing this. Black Lives Matter playlists of movies. This is how much. This, this, they everywhere. The NBA. Oh, they was on PlayStation 2? Y'all seen, seen ADOS or, or FBA or NFAC? Y'all seen any of them on PlayStation or Netflix? That lets you know the type of impact, how deep these people are, B. They're not just a YouTube movement. They're not out here just making documentaries like Jason Black and Tariq Nasheed. They out here raising $10 billion and infiltrating every aspect of you. You can't even play goddamn video games without seeing BLM on, on your crap. You can't even watch Netflix without seeing BLM. You can't, the NBA. 
I mean, come on, it just goes on and on. They even I even heard they're coming up with uh they're trying to make shows. Uh they even trying to come up with BLM cartoons or some type of production company. I can't remember what it was called. Uh let's see. Look, they got Black Lives Matter films. <laughs> They finna be in the advertising, B. They coming. And this is supported. Who is it? The Gates film? I don't know who the heck that is. But y'all, y'all, who, Tariq and Ebenham ain't doing it like this, y'all. <laughs> Tone Talk ain't doing it like this. Boyce Watkins ain't doing it like this. Michi X ain't none of them doing it like this. So my whole point is this isn't some little Rudy Poop thing, ladies and gentlemen. This is a big deal. These people, whether you like it or not, they are literally defining blackness out there. I've already told you, you got more. Look at all the white folks, right? White people at BLM marches. Look at all this. Look at all this. You just got a sea of of pasty liberals all over the place, y'all. To the point where it's more pasty liberals out here than black folks. So my point is, this ain't a Rudy Poot organization. BLM is literally redefining blackness, y'all. They are calling the shots on blackness. Now, you and I, we can sit here and argue it all day long. Be like, nah, we don't support this, yada, yada, yada. But the problem is, it's only a handful of us. They have convinced everybody that, no, we set the standards for what blackness is in America. And we set the standard. We, we want twerking. We want, we want some, some transgender action going on. We want some, some LG. We want all kind of crap. We, wanna, we don't want nuclear families. They setting the standards, y'all. They're dominating what what blackness is in this country. So this ain't no Rudy Poop page that just happens to pop up, that just happens to play a video of a chick twerking. These people got millions of people that watch them and support them. So guess what? This is the standard. They are telling everybody outside of us that this is the standard. We want to twerk. So dark-skinned women, you colorism crybabies, this is y'all. This is y'all. Chrissy, Paris Milan, whoever else is out there whining about colorism, this is y'all right here. Y'all, y'all want the attention? You got it. Now hold it and run with it and stand on it. Because they ain't using no light-skinned or biracial chick for this one. This is where we at, though. Twerking for freedom, y'all. I'm about to bounce. I've had enough. Twerking for freedom. Somebody put some money in here and I miss it. Oh, shout out to Kaluminati for the two. He says BLM bigger than BET. Yeah. They are redefining blackness, y'all. And look, we already knew 
this thing was ratchet as hell. We already know black culture is already ratchet. We we all know this. We all talk about it. But they are promoting it and trying to make it a stand. Matter of fact, let me show y'all something. Uh, what is it? Uh, what what is that National Museum up in D.C.? What is it called? Smithsonian. Where where is that thing at, man? Oh yeah, here we go. This is how crazy this works, right? So I want y'all to look at this. This is what. This is okay. This is uh oh, this is an African American history museum. What is this? All right, anyway, so it says this graphic titled Aspects and Assumptions of Whiteness and White Culture in the US, right? So check this out. These are all I don't know who put this together, but I'm pretty sure it was some Negroes. These are all things that they attribute to whiteness, y'all. Rugged individualism. The individual is the primary unit, self-reliance, independence, and autonomy, high value, plus rewarded. Uh, individuals assumed to be in control of their environment. You get what you deserve. They consider this to be white culture. They consider family structure, the nuclear family with a mother and father, 2.3 children, husband's the breadwinner, wife the homemaker, children have their own rooms to be independent. They consider this white culture. They consider the scientific method white culture. They consider a work ethic, white culture. Status, power and authority, white culture, time, following rigid time schedules, viewing time as a commodity, white culture, future orientation. When you're out there making plans for your future, delayed gratification, they consider this white culture, aesthetics, uh, steak and potatoes is uh, whatever. Women's beauty, all white culture, justice, competition, trying to be number one, win at all costs. Winner or loser dichotomy. They consider this all to be white culture. So if this is white culture, what is the, what is black culture? Well, obviously, black culture has to be the opposite, right? Because black is the opposite of white, right? So what does that mean? If white, if, if white culture is a family structure, then black culture must be baby mamas all over the place, which that's appearing to be true. If if uh, competition is something that, you know, you're trying to be number one and win at all costs, then what is black culture? Participation trophy, trophies and losing all day long? Like, like, what is this crap? What is this crap? Now, this is actually a nice museum if you've never been in there. This is actually a very nice museum. And they actually have some decent food in there, too. But... These people, it's, it's out of control, y'all. It is out of control with this crap. If this is white culture, then black culture has to be the opposite. It has to be the opposite of everything they listed. So I don't know who wrote this, but it's like whoever wrote this, they inadvertently just, just basically said black folks are just a bunch of, 
you know, you shouldn't value time. You shouldn't value justice. You shouldn't value being competitive. You shouldn't value planning for the future. You shouldn't value status, power, and authority. You shouldn't value history, family structures, rugged individualism. I mean, it, this is this is just insane, y'all. What's going on these days? This is insane. Oh, they got more communication. I mean, come on, look, y'all go look at it yourself. Just type in uh, whiteness and white culture. This will pop up, but I guarantee this this is probably in support of all this crap right here. This is okay. So this is this is white culture, and here's black culture summed up. <laughs> this is black culture in America summed up right here. Is it? This is what this represents. This is it? This is where we at, y'all. Says whoever wrote this thing's black culture is the music video for the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up! It's the first of the month. Get up, get up! Yeah, a song dedicated, a, a welfare lullaby. I love Bone Thugs and Harmony. I love that album, but that that's a that's a welfare lullaby song. That's the greatest welfare song ever written. Was the first of the month. <laughs> that's literally what the song is about. Waking up to go get your welfare check. As in literally. And then going to get your welfare check and trying to flip it by going to get some drugs. <laughs> That's literally what the song, that song came out when I was in the ninth grade. Uh, or was it ninth grade or 10th grade? I think a 10th grade. That's literally what the song is about. A welfare anthem. You know, it was catchy. Anyways, I'm about to bounce, y'all. I'm about to bounce. So I just want to share this with y'all. You know, this, this is kind of where we're at with it, y'all. You know what I mean? BLM, redefining, well, not even redefining, but promoting ratchetness to the to the uh, utmost. Now, now, you miss your Uncle Charles. Now, that, that wasn't on, that was on um, Crossroads. I miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. HM big wrong. Uh wrong. Gotta hold on. Gotta stay strong. When they come, better belly bone. Gotta tell you again. Lean on, lean on. And we pray and we pray and we pray and we pray. All right. Anyways, I'm about to bounce, man. Y'all be easy. Peace.